This is Manifest Mindset, where we delve into our true passions, inspire the best out of ourselves, and live our life with true intention every single day. Oh man, Nick, buddy, welcome back to uh, Manifest Mindset. How are you doing, Nick? Welcome back, Bob. It, uh, I don't know what's going on over there, but it sounds like something. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just excited to hear your voice. Every time you come on, I'm just inspired, motivated, and uh, I'm, I'm just ready to learn from you next. <laughs> so, well, the, uh, the, the learning is very mutual, my friend, that's for sure. So how has is, how is life been since last time? Good. I think it's been, um, what, two, three weeks again since we talked? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we ended off last time a little deep. Um, I think we... We ended up with the the statement back to that quote of you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Um, and then both of our ending accountability goals was to think to ourselves until the next episode, do I deserve to be, or am I worthy enough to be in the, the average of the five people? Would, would somebody want me on the list? Basically. Um, I think that's, that's what we ended talking about. And I was thinking, you know, I, uh, I, I, I certainly, I certainly hope so in some way that we can get to there. Cause I don't know about you, Bob, but I, I spend a fair amount of time with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's where we ended right for, for last time. And I was really thinking about that. Um, and, and I want to share, I want to hear your thoughts next. It seems like you've been reflecting a lot. I'm curious. What, what have you been up to? What, and what, what are your thoughts? What have you been thinking of? Anything that comes to your mind, why not? Well, well, we uh, we ended deep, deep, and we're uh, not not wasting time going right in. So, for me, you know, considering this, the honest answer is it depends on the day, depends on the hour. Um, I think there are a lot of times where I'm extremely, not proud in an arrogant way, but happy with who I am, content at the stage I am, um, and not content in a complacent way, but just um, having the chance to smile back at myself and out of the effort of hard work, out of the attempt to achieve a goal for success, I just having fun, enjoying life. And when that is, when I have my habits in place that help me get there to make a hole somewhere, I can feel like I'm, I'm truly just able to be myself and be patient with myself. Um, yeah, I think for me, when I feel a humble confidence in why I have patience in my life, while still chasing after things, I am very much... I made the top five, I'll put it that way. Um, yeah, that is very far from every single moment. There are many times throughout these last two weeks where I'm like, really, Nick, you're going to spend your time doing that? Whether it's, you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit extra time on social media or just, you know, not um, a couple times where I'm like, I could have prioritized sleep a little bit better for myself and just like totally didn't and no logical reason whatsoever. Um, you know, silly, silly little habits that, come creeping back in that it's one thing to keep them strong at all times. And it's another thing to make sure you keep reminding yourself of that. So there are definitely moments in here for myself where, um, I wasn't that person. I definitely wouldn't have made the top five. Yeah. I mean, it's, it sounds like, it sounds like you're a human, Nick. <laughs> sounds <laughs> yeah, like right you're, you're a living being. <laughs> no, I, 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 I believe like the rest of them. That's the damn sure. <laughs> you have the same color <laughs> blood as the rest of us. Um, Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, every time we talk, Nick, it sounds like you're, you're always, um, 
future oriented. You're always wanting to do more. Um, but it, it's also nice to sometimes hear that, that you're also human, all right. But but it sounds like sounds like you're you're um, you're a hare in a tortoise's costume. Tell me more, Bob. <laughs> I don't know if that made any sense. Um, I'm gonna get translation on that one. So it's like in the micro. You're moving pretty fast, like day to day. Some days you're you're pushing forward. Um, maybe maybe I'm saying this wrong, but in the in the macro, you're moving you're moving slow. You're moving towards the right direction. Maybe I'm just butchering. This. I you know what? <laughs> you you know about how about how about this? Let's let's drop the analogy. Yeah. Tell me what you mean. I honestly I lost my train of thought, Nick. I'm okay, gonna... <laughs> that's that's fine, right? I'll pick up the train. I'll put it somewhere. It'll what? be on a track, and we're gonna go forward. Well, well, this so, is this is. I'm sorry, Nick, to cut you off, but this is the message. We're we're human. I I've lost my train of thought, and that's the message. <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. Hey, you know what? That's completely fine. And it's funny you mentioned about the whole like you know feature orientation type thing. Um, I think in in general I've got some you know some goals going forward, but I think it's not but but and you know thinking reflecting back on myself, Bob, in this last six months, this last year. Um, I think I've been better about being in the present moment than almost I've ever been. Um, and knowing that, Hey, I'm still on trajectory where I'm going forward for what I think is the right, um, the next best step, what I think is um, the kind of person I want to be. And it's really being in that present moment. That's allowed me to do that and acknowledging, you know, through PT school, I was hustling, right? I was doing a ton of stuff and there's <laughs> sometimes thinking back, I'm like, wow, why did, why did I do all that? That's uh, kind of interesting. And I don't regret it. I, um, I love what I did. I love how I pushed myself. And it really was, you know, nine, I'm not going to say a hundred percent, right. But 90% were things that I did thoroughly enjoy and got a ton out of a couple of them were like, yeah, probably did that as a filler, but you know, we all, we all live and learn, right. We all decide kind of what we value at different times and not. And there were definitely some times in school where I'm like, I probably didn't need to go quite as hard on that. And it was a good testament to see how hard I could push myself. But out in kind of, practice with patience and everything I think I don't know Bob for me I found so many more of the lessons so many more of the moments comes within the formal mentoring hours but also just in every single moment that I'm I'm there with the patient and that I'm just in between patients with myself um, and so I, I've come to I think I've not always I've often had a lot of value in being present being in the moment although I didn't always have the tools to do that in the capacity. You know, there are times where I was very much even much younger clinician and I would try and be in the moment, but then I'd have to focus on, okay, what's the next step and the next step and the next step. And I never really got into that um, combination of being, have good reasoning while being in the flow, stay at the same time and moving back and forth. And it kind of felt really choppy. I didn't have the skills, the reps, the discipline um, to be able to do that. And I'm still nowhere near where I want to be with that. However, I think for me, a lot of the lessons and the joy just comes from, hey, just let me let me soak this up and, you know, be fully in this experience and then see what I see what happens along the way and learn from it. Yeah, that's Nick, that sounds awesome. That it sounds like you're more present with the in the moment when treating the patient or smelling the roses. I'm just curious, Nick, what, what do you feel like changed? Say that again, Bob? What what do you feel like changed? What do you feel like uh, was that switch? That's, that's, that's a great question. 
I don't know if it was one moment. Um, I think to, you know, my time in the residency, I think to my time in the fellowship, and I certainly picked up more skills there, more clinical reasoning. Um, for me, it was at the mentors I was around. You know, when I when I went into residency, Bob, I thought that I was a person um, who lived their life with intention and who was intentional. But then I, you know, I meet the comparison, right? I meet the other mentors around me where it's like, wow, they – Every single word is chosen with specificity, right? And it's not a force. It's not an issue. It's just they're tactful. They're intentional. Whereas compared to them, I'd find myself, I'm just almost saying words for the sake of saying words. And, you know, it's to a level where the patients probably wouldn't see it that way. But there are definitely times where I thought I was saying the same thing some of my mentors were. And, well, let's just put it this way. My mentor and I got very different results, right? There's a reason why they're able to clarify a lot more that for whatever reason with my skill base at the time, I just wasn't able to access that. And so for me, I think it really became to, you know, you don't know what you don't know till you know what you don't know. And I realized at a deeper level what I didn't know, what I wasn't able to put together. And when I did, it was fragmented. And so for me, it really came to just sitting back, looking in the mirror um, and asking myself, hey, these things that I see out of other people, is that something I value? And the answer to myself was absolutely. And then once I decided I valued that, is that something that I'm I'm willing to work on? And to be honest with you, the answer was yes, 80% of the time and was eh, I'm pretty damn tired 20% of the time. And I don't always follow through as consistently as I am proud of. Um, so, that's, you know, that's, again, the human in me, the blood that keeps down out of these things. And I think for myself, just kind of what helped me be more present is I've gone through, as we talked about before, I've gone through different mental health things myself. I've gone through different struggles and many different stages in my life. So I recognize a deep value in that. I just think now I'm at a point in time where I'm competent enough and I can really combine that deeply with the clinical side of things at the same time. Yeah, I mean, uh, when you're talking, it sounds like you basically, maybe I'm putting this too simply, but it seems like you've been humbled by the, by the healthcare system or by patients in general. And then with that, you're being more present and you've grown from, from just, just those experiences. That's not about Yeah, right. I, I, I definitely wouldn't say the healthcare system. I think I'm embarrassed for our healthcare system at times. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, I think it does a lot of good. And I think you got a crap ton of way to go with that. Um, but absolutely humbled by patients, right? And just, you know, the opportunity to get to know, people and in, in their vulnerability as they invite me into their lives, um, you know, at different amounts and magnitudes for different people at time, but they're coming in a tough, tough state and, you know, they're looking for some kind of transformation, whether it's extremely superficial for them or at some deeper profound level, whether they know how to voice it or not. And, you know, for me, the opportunity to be intentional enough and be a good enough listener to attempt to understand a little bit more about where they're coming from. I know, and that's the humbling part too, Bob, is that, dude, no matter how much I work on this, I can never completely 100% understand someone's experience. I just, right, I'm, I'm not that good. I, I can't. Um, and I, I don't like using the word I can't. Um, but I, I can't fully. I want to get better and I'll keep bridging the gap and bridging the margin of error. Um, but I think it's, that's the goal, right, to get better and better to help the individual meet them where they're at and seeing what I can learn along the way in the process. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. You know, I think, I think a lot of us, right. Again, speaking for us as physical therapists, but 
you know, any kind of healthcare field or, you know, a lot of us where we're in a people business, we're interacting with people, right? Whether you're, you know, a, a logger out in the woods, right? And you're working with your team, your crew, whether you're on the police force, whether you're an accountant, right? Managing assets for your people and a team of people and everything, whatever it might be, whatever kind of leadership role you're in. We ultimately, we value that. Um, now, whether, again, we recognize that consciously, whether we take action on that or not, um, that's that's where growth comes in, I think. And I think that it's a skill that's important for everybody. And I know that for me, I, I see the value in it and accept with humility that I can only I can only improve, but I probably will never fully arrive. It, it sounds like it's just a never-ending journey. It's a journey that, that just, there's an end goal, but it's the journey that's always going towards it. Absolutely, Bob. Um, you know, we're in, we're in that aspect of, and I, yeah, I think it's, it's interesting, right? Where I used to see myself in that journey too, but for me, it was much, the focus was much more on skill acquisition and like how to do this and execute this and not just like physical hands-on skills, but how do I talk with people better? How to get more information out of them? How do I help them deeper? Um, but like very future planning, planning, planning. And I think now I kind of see myself still valuing that journey and valuing it from a standpoint of, okay, I I might not always know what the next step is forward, but I'm going to have intention to be very present in this moment to let this present moment influence the next. Like if you're ever in a conversation, you're like, oh, I want to get this really good point across, right? I want to really like make sure I nail this and say it's perfectly right. Well, you're spending, you know, two minutes thinking about the thing you're about to say and not actually taking in and fully analyzing what's actually going on. And I'm sure you've done that in the past, Bob. I do that, you know, less often than I used to, but still far too often. Yeah, definitely, definitely. No, I mean, that's great. Thank, thanks for sharing, Nick. That's, uh, I don't even know how we came across to get to this point in the conversation, but it's uh, it's very deep, like you said. We're getting right into it. So, I mean, to answer, answer your, you know, your broader question, right, is that am I – do I fit into my own top five? Um. I think I can humbly say usually, but that usually is absolutely not always. And that's the goal is to make the usually more often. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. When I, when I was reflecting on this question, I was thinking to myself, I should, I should uh, better get uh, more people around me. If I want to, if I want to be included, so the, the the whole idea of you know hey right it's a it's a pond with a lot of fish in there well if you got a tiny pond you don't have much to choose from you gotta gotta get out there and you know be picky with the top five. Yeah no I uh I was thinking to myself I it really inspired me to be like okay I I definitely need to start networking more start having more people in this circle or at least just find the people. And then be with them more somehow, some way, either by working them for hanging out with them, volunteering them, shadowing them, reaching them out with an email kind of thing. I think I shared this last time, but I still I still don't know if this makes sense, but the, the closer you are to the sun, right, the hotter you're going to be. So if you're with the people that you put at the pinnacle of your top five and you have many of these people around you and you're just hanging out with all these people, 
you're going to be hot. You're going to be like this. You're going to be burning. And then I feel like that will translate into making you one of the top five of other people as well. That's what I was thinking the past few weeks. Does that make any sense, Nick? <laughs> is, is Icarus one of your top five? I'm sorry? Is Icarus one of your top five? No. It's the old, okay, that's the old Greek legend of the man who flew too close to the sun with the wings put in feathers and wax made together, and then it burned, and then he fell to the ground to his death. He flew too close to the sun, so it's that analogy of, okay, you think, you think you're all that, you think you can go up, but if you're too down low close to the water, you won't catch the winds. If you're up way too high soaring, the sun will burn you and bite too hard. So as, lo- as long as we're viewing close to the sun, close to the energy source and power as a purely positive thing, not a human combustion idea, um, I can subscribe yeah. to that. I, I, I would say if you're a star, you become hotter. So, like if you're a star next to the sun, but you don't know, forget it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll try. I'll try and avoid the uh, supernova black hole energy stuff right now. So, uh, all the analogies I made today have fallen apart, but it's okay. It's it's um, basically if if you if you're surrounding yourself with those people that you put at the top on your list, eventually, with that you'll turn into somebody that will be on that you would want on your list kind of thing. That's what I was thinking. And I was like, okay, that's when I have to start and mingling with more people that I would want on my list. Once a candle is lit, if you give your fire to someone else, do you lose your own? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's the analogy I was looking for, Nick. You you just solved it in like Dude, I, I, I I just tried staying on track with the fire thing. That's all I did. <laughs> no, but but um yeah, I uh I've been reaching out to people that interest align with mine. I wanna see if I can just be around them more. Um, again, we talked about this last time, but for me, I've been part of the Red and Sea Seven is networking with other people that are passionate about the the MDT system, um, which gets me fired up. So, really taking advantage of my position in the residency and then networking with as many people as I can. Now, Bob, so, tell me more about how you're doing that, what you're doing, because for me, you know, back when I was kind of early on in school, I always heard this word networking, and I kind of I don't know, it felt kind of sleazy for me, right? It felt like, oh, I'm trying to, like, meet people just to to get something out of them or have an experience, and it felt kind of inauthentic. Um, but once I kind of swallowed my pride and kind of digested what actually was, just, no, man, you're just you're meeting some cool people out there and seeing what happens, basically. And, you know, yeah, we kind of each give each other a leg up if there are opportunities at hand. And so I think that changing my mindset around that really helped because that was definitely a, a barrier for me before because, you know, I didn't think it was good to be like, Oh yeah, let me go meet this person for the sake of achieving this, that, and that. Like, no, man, I just want to go meet people to meet people, man. Yeah, I mean, I think you put it all in a jar. It's basically you meet with cool people um, that you enjoy being around or enjoy what their goals are or your goals align, and you're like, okay, do I want to be like you? And how can I learn from you, kind of thing, or or, or what can I do to add to their their position to 
overall help you grow and help you learn kind of thing. Um, yeah, so Bob, tell me tell me more about kind of what what exactly you're doing with that and how that for you specifically fits into this idea of hey, let me be more like my top five. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so, bunch of people. There's a bunch of um, people on LinkedIn that I've been messaging, and one of the person uh, that's on LinkedIn, he, he's a McKenzie certified person. He's with this organization that I really enjoy listening um, to and from, and the data they're collecting for the McKenzie method in general. And he he is trying to branch out and do his like own um, thing, like his own entrepreneurial thing with that organization. So I got on a call with him, basically just asking him if I can go on a call. And then his, he was basically explaining to me what he was doing. And I was like, Oh my God, that's really what I want to do. So that's our interests align, our goals align. And I asked if, I, if there's anything I can do to help him kind of thing, if there's anything I can do to, to, to help move this forward more. He says, no, unfortunately, um, can't because he, he's not at a position to pay anybody. So I'm like, all right, maybe I'll just work for free. So um, I'm hanging out with him now. He's working for free, just being his, his quote-unquote virtual assistant for just a few hours a week. Um, so that's one, one aspect Another aspect is and Bob. I'll be I'll be curious to hear more later about you know what what this guy's chasing after, what you value, what you see in that for understanding more of your process. But what you just did there is something that is in my mind right extremely undervalued, underutilized. I mean, I remember when I was in my first clinical rotation at physical therapy school, and there was this local guy in the area, pretty close, like 15 minutes away, that he was a um, very well known nutritionist dietitian, sports performance guy, um, kind of trainer, and that he ran his own business, right? And just the way that he ran it um, was masterful in the way that he took ownership over his life and action and the way that he took ownership over his business. So I went to volunteer there, and I did that because I was working in the clinic Monday through Friday and went to volunteer there for like six to eight hours every Saturday morning when I get there at 9 a.m., right, uh, at 6 a.m. right away. And, you know, the chance to learn business from him, the chance to learn just his communication, the chance to be around somebody who truly has ownership over their life and learn what they do and how they do it in their systems. Um, that is something that is, ab or at least from my experience in my life so far, has proven to be extremely invaluable. So it's fantastic that, you know, it's not just about, oh, I want to do something to get paid for. Brain. So, and by the end of that internship or the whatever formal shadowing was, where we, there was one, there was one other person there who like needed to get some hours signed off. And when I left, you know, had some good words. And he asked, you know, do you do any sign any hours? I'm like, no, this wasn't for anything formal, man. He's like, yeah, I could tell. I could tell you just wanted it. Um, and so, yeah, I admire that about what you're chasing after, Bob, because ultimately it's providing value to you, and that value may be more influential than any kind of cash dishing at the moment. Yeah, wow, that that was uh, that was deep. That gave me chills back. It was like when you when you said, "Yeah, I, I knew that either the one did it." Kind of thing. Wow, that was that was good. Next thing, uh, you, you shared this story initially when we when we first started this podcast, um, like a year or two ago. So so it's good hearing it again. It's it's uh, always great to hear that. Um, but yeah, definitely definitely taking advantage because if you don't have 
you can either um, there's a saying you can either uh, work your way in or buy your way in. So if you don't have the money to to spend, there's also time that you can use to buy your way in, kind of thing. Um, uh, in terms of working or volunteering or anything like that. So anybody that you admire, just it seems like it it wouldn't hurt to be like, oh, can we shadow you for for a bit, kind of thing. Um, and, and I'm also this is something I'm, I'm considering as well. But there there are some of uh, in the McKenzie Institute, there are faculty members that teach the courses. Um, and there's a guy that's three hours away, and I just want to see if I can just shadow him for. Once a month, maybe on a Friday, I drive down three hours, maybe stay in an Airbnb, hang out with him, and then drive back. Um, so, yeah, that's it's, those are my ways in the past two weeks that I've been thinking, okay, how can I expand this my, my circle or my pond, like you're saying, to include more fishes? <laughs> um Hopefully that analogy made sense, but but that's where that's I, where I'm think, going. I think that analogy was pretty on point, Bob. I can follow that one. Okay, well, well, it was your analogy mix. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, uh, co- copying is the greatest compliment, so we'll go with that. Yep. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, but 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 that that's where I'm at in terms of how am I expanding the circle and basically how I'm reflecting off of uh, what what we did for a podcast last week. And so, in some ways, Bob, to summarize, right, is that, and please correct me if I'm wrong, is that you pondering this question has led you to consider a dilemma. And that dilemma is, hey, maybe I'm not around enough people that I consider it, not only for myself, but enough people influencing me in that very beneficial way. And so, you decided to take action on that, right? And by taking action on it, you looked at, hey, let me change that. And by attempting to change it, how has that in turn affected the way that you view and see yourself in terms of you being in your top five or has it? It definitely raises it um, significantly, honestly. So it's, it's uh, yeah, you, you can finish the point. <laughs> but, but yes, you're right. The, the point is um, just taking that action, just trying and pondering, thinking about this question of, okay, would I put myself in the top five? For myself, or would other people put me in their top five? And then thinking about it, okay, maybe not, but what can I do to increase that or, or increase the, the chances of me putting myself on my top five? And I don't know about you, Bob. I'll, I'll talk to myself, right? But even just pondering that question, it was I didn't say, okay, what big action step can I take right now? For me, the process was very much, okay, I'm aware of this. Now that I'm aware of this, my mind automatically kind of went to, okay, what could I, what subtlety could I do ever so slightly different? It wasn't even really a fully conscious thing, but like, huh, I'm aware of what I'm doing. I'm aware of why I don't feel like a top five right now. I'm aware of the times I do feel like a top five. Let me naturally just shift to bridge that gap a little bit. So I think sometimes people think that we have to take this huge, massive action, right? And like massive action is powerful. It's important. Although I don't think we always have to take it. So giving ourselves the grace and, the, and that going back to the word patience again, that it's okay to take a very small action and still move the needle in the right direction. All right. All right. All, all it takes is that one action. Then it can even compound and then it rolls down the hill and then it yep. keeps on going. And, and right. And let's say it doesn't, right? Let's say that, Hey, you take the one action, uh, then you go back to your old ways and everything. Even just having the memory and, 
again, even if it's tough to get momentum started, if you haven't had these mindset type things for a while, even just having the memory of, oh, yeah, I did take action on that. That in itself might not change your view of yourself immediately, but at least gives you the confidence to say, well, I did it once before. And even if the once before is the very first time, there's no reason I can't match it now. Because no longer it's about doing something new, it's about just matching it. And if you can do something brand new for the first time, you can match it again. Yeah. Wow. This, this was such a... I didn't expect this coming into this call. <laughs> uh, we're, we're going deep. I love it. It's great. Oh, it makes me emotional, Nick. This is, this is great. You know, but, the, uh, it's one of those things, right, that you got to soak it in in the moment and whether it would just be emotional or not, ain't nothing wrong with it either way. And so just own it, be in that vulnerable state. And, you know, I'm saying this for, for myself as much as you and for any listener. It's just whatever it is in the moment, wherever it leads you to, have that ownership over it. That's 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 what's helped me find success is that whether it's good, bad, or otherwise, I've got to be the one having ownership over it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think the question that we established last week that this um this question we've been coming back to about the average of five people and then if you're worthy of being on your list or other people's list, I think that's that's something I'm gonna keep thinking about because it's, it's such a powerful thought for me specifically. Again, I don't know about you, Nick, but it's it's just something I think about and it's like, huh, that's uh that's an interesting way to look at it. No, it absolutely is, Bob, and it's um you know, we've talked before in the past about, hey, if you're going down this one road and the plan is really, really working, don't go from running to swimming, right? Why would you change it up if it's working great and you can see the finish line? So I think for myself, you know, there's always this temptation, oh, it's a new podcast episode. I've got to do something totally new for accountability. No, no, I really don't. If I have intention, I have purpose with it. So I'm really going to continue pondering this until next time and in some ways, right, be in the present moment, but also be willing to see where it leads me. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's great. Well, that was, that was good, Nick. I, I really enjoyed that. All right, my friend. Until yeah. next time. Well, if you want to just real quick summarize, is the accountability just um, still pondering this question? For me, it is. I'll let uh, I'll let you be a man of your own intention for yours. Yeah, I mean, I. I still will keep on pondering it, but I, I mentioned that I'm going to reach out to this guy, see if I can shadow him um, or just hang out with him on like a Friday or something. Uh, and and that's, that's my, that's my goal. I'm going to send out this email. Nice man. But, it's a small, yeah. small, tiny action step is moving you in the right direction. Yeah. Also a quick update. Um, so today I took my cert exam for the, the McKenzie method. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'll be looking forward to uh, to passing in two weeks. So and then I'll, wow. I'll I'll be gone from there. So just want to put on the podcast that way we have have the date. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> my friend. And now rem- remind me, Bob, how much longer do you have for the residency? Uh, it really ends. Uh, I mean, it, it, there's no real end date in terms of it's it goes up to the it goes up to the OCS state. So we're going to just be – so basically how it works is initially they front load all the MDT stuff. They yep. make, uh, once you finish your cert, once you get your cert, you take the extremity classes. Um, that's when they transition really to the OCS. And nice. then I think you'll have weekly meetings on preparation for the OCS. And I think that goes up to the to the date of the exam. 
Um, so I think I think it's the data exam. That's one of it. <laughs> well, hey, I'm uh, I'm excited for you. Good luck with absolutely everything you have going on, and we'll catch up soon. And I hope to hear those results. Yeah, talk to you uh, in a, either next week or a few weeks, Nick. All right, it was Bob. A pleasure. Bye bye. It was a pleasure.